Good morning, this is Christine DiGiacomo, and tonight's morning briefing is called In Context, 1 Timothy chapter 1. You know, at different times I have read the Bible because I knew I should, because, well, it was the right thing for a Christian to do. At other times, I have read the Bible because I wanted to be present to hear the voice of God. And still other times, I wanted to read Scripture to be sharpened and changed by it. Indeed, all of these are reasons to read the Word of God. Paul writes an impassioned, instructional, informational letter to the young pastor Timothy, and we have looked at the first chapter in sections, though we must always consider Scripture set in its context as well. So here is the first chapter in its entirety from the freshness of the message, Eugene Peterson's paraphrase. Paul, am an apostle on special assignment for Christ, our living hope. Under God our Savior's command, I'm writing this to you, Timothy, my son in the faith. All the best from our God and Christ be yours. On my way to the province of Macedonia, I advised you to stay in Ephesus. Well, I haven't changed my mind. Stay right there on top of things so that the teaching stays on track. Apparently, some people have been introducing fantasy stories and fanciful family trees that digress into silliness instead of pulling the people back into the center, deepening faith and obedience. The whole point of what we're urging is simply love. Love, uncontaminated by self-interest and counterfeit faith. A life open to God. Those who fail to keep to this point soon wander off into cul-de-sacs of gossip. They set themselves up as experts on religious issues but haven't the remotest idea of what they're holding forth with such imposing eloquence. It's true that moral guidance and counsel need to be given, but the way you say it and to whom you say it are as important as what you say. It's obvious, isn't it, that the law code isn't primarily for people who live responsibly, but for the irresponsible who defy all authority, riding roughshod over God, life, sex, truth, whatever. They are contemptuous of this great message I've been put in charge of by this great God. I'm so grateful to Christ Jesus for making me adequate to do this work. He went out on a limb, you know, entrusting me with this ministry. The only credentials I brought to it were invective and witch hunts and arrogance. But I was treated mercifully because I didn't know what I was doing, didn't know who I was doing it against. Grace mixed with faith and love poured over me and into me, and all because of Jesus. Here's a word you can take to heart and depend on. Jesus Christ came into the world to save sinners. 
I'm proof. Publi the prophetic word that was directed to you prepared us for this. All those prayers are coming together now, so you will do this well. Fearless in your struggle. Keeping a firm grip on your faith and on yourself. After all, this is a fight we're in. There are some, you know, who by relaxing their grip and thinking anything goes, have made a thorough mess of their faith. Hymenius and Alexander are two of them. I let them wander off to Satan to be taught a lesson or two about not blaspheming. That's the end of 1 Timothy chapter 1, captured in Eugene Peterson's The Message. If you'd like to look at it in other translations, you can go to Bible Gateway. And if you'd like to reread this, you can go to pastorwoman.com, click on Morning Briefings, and again the title is In Context, 1 Timothy, Chapter 1.